Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills that are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. What have we got here, a fucking comedian? Yes, sirree, this is episode 205. This episode will protect you from COVID effectively as a mask. Merry Christmas! Fans first, shouts out to Madison listening on SoundCloud, Katie Rausch all the way in Finland, Paz Winstein, Jose M. Lerma, Peter Ornowski and Mama DeGriff3165, all of whom follow me on Instagram at lou.santini3. And I got my uh, 2022 YouTube stats back. And in addition to the United States, the other top two countries watching my videos on my Lou Santini Entertainment channel on YouTube are Brazil and Mexico. Obrigado y muchas gracias. Most watched sneak peek preview on Sneak Peek Thursdays in 2022 are the following. Jussie, James, and more. Teachers Gone Wild. Amateur Nation, we don't appreciate you. And the Amateur Nation community. Don't forget, every Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, on YouTube, Lou Santini Entertainment, your sneak peek previews giving you a taste of what's to come in the upcoming episode. Here's a quick tweet in line with this episode's title from at David Wolf. The vaccinated Whole Foods shoppers are my favorite, buying non-GMO foods when they themselves are a GMO. (laughs) Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you would better start from the beginning. Topic number one. It's time for This Week in Are You Effin' Kidding Me? To reiterate from last week, San Francisco is considering giving trans people $1,200 a month for 18 months. Don't forget, trans people want to be treated like everyone else. Here's a headline that needs no explanation, just the reply, Are you effing kidding me? John Fetterman, among New York Times' most stylish people of 2022. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. The climate change documentary, To the End, appeared on 120 screens across the country, featuring Donkey Teeth AOC and other Green New Deal activists. And it made, wait for it, $9,667 in its opening weekend. That averages out to 80 bucks per screen. You know, my movie, 30 Swipes Right, that I'm currently shopping for a production company, hasn't been sold yet, and I almost tied it. If you want to see four trailers for my movie, go to YouTube and search 30 Dates on Craigslist. The title and the script has since been revised and updated to 30 Swipes Right. 30 Dates on Craigslist on YouTube. You'll enjoy those. Trust me. Anyway, so if you're keeping track, the movie Bros tanked at the box office. This climate change movie tanked. The WNBA has no ratings. Disney stock plummets. Everything woke or progressive dies. 
Funny how there's no audience slash monetary support for the very things Amateur Nation claims to love and rally behind most. Because no one in Pro Nation is buying it, literally or figuratively. Plus, Amateur Nation is too lazy to care and has the attention span of a puppy. I'm sure amateurs who identify as puppies are now offended. Two World Cup journalists have been killed within 48 hours of each other in Qatar where the games are being held. I'm sure it's just a coincidence, like the three crypto billionaires that died mysteriously. Here's one of the dumbest headlines in COVID and pandemic history from Fortune.com. Ready? People who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. In the American Journal of Medicine, uh, they reported that during the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine. They found that the unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash in which at least one person was transported to the hospital than those who were vaccinated. Well, maybe because amateurs who got the untested gene experiment are too afraid to leave their homes. The article continues saying that's similar to the increased risk of car crashes for people with sleep apnea, though only about half that of people who abuse alcohol, researchers found. Okay, are you getting that? It's a prediction, not facts, a theory. Listen to this most bizarre, unfounded, unsubstantiated, ludicrous connect the dots ever. The excess risk of car crash posed by unvaccinated drivers exceeds the safety gains from modern automobile engineering advances and also imposes risks on other road users, the authors wrote. Of course, skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Thank you for finally saying that. But the article continues saying, instead, the authors theorize that people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines. So they are saying if you don't get the vaccine, that probably means you're reckless on the road. The article continues. Why would they ignore the rules of the road? <laughs> Distrust of the government. A belief in freedom. Misconceptions of daily risks. Faith in natural protection. Antipathy towards regulation, poverty, misinformation, a lack of resources, and personal beliefs are potential reasons proposed by the authors. Meanwhile, I invite you to drive around and note the quality driving done by amateurs who wear masks in their car while alone. Maybe Darwin was right. Nature really does weed out the Nimrods. California State House Representative Scott Weiner posted a message to Twitter saying that he received death threats after MAGA grifter Charlie Kirk criticized him, saying, Not even after 24 hours after Charlie Kirk tweeted homophobic lies about me, I received this threat repeating one of his lies. Words have consequences, and Twitter is becoming a cesspool for this crap. Just one problem. In the screenshot that Scott Wiener posted, the cursor from where Scott had typed the message to himself was still showing. Why did they do that for? Because they're stupid, that's why. Which sent the Twitterverse into a frenzy. Matt Walsh responded, How can leftists invent so many hate crime hoaxes and yet still be so incredibly bad at it? The cursor is showing in this death threat that Wiener wrote to himself. Amazing. It's okay. 
He's an idiot. And now this. Topic number two. It's been a while since we mentioned the least intelligent pro athlete alive, Lakami James. This headline from Eurohoops.net. LeBron James on the return of Brittany Griner. It's a big day for us. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you in a Russian prison too, Lakami? The article says Brittany Griner is a free ma- woman after 294 days behind bars in Russia to the relief of just about everyone in the basketball world. That includes LeBron James. Speaking with longtime friend and business partner Maverick Carter over video conference, James called Griner's release an important cause for the basketball world. I think it's a great day for us as Americans. All right, you don't speak for Americans, Lakami, ever. I think having BG back in the sports world, just having her family's back. I know her wife misses her and her family misses her. Her club misses her here in Phoenix. To have her a part of the basketball brother and sisterhood, it's a big day for us and what we do. Kudos to the president. Kudos to Kamala Harris and everyone that had something to do with it. Like Mav said, there's a lot of people that's unlawfully detained right now. We hope we can get them all. Well rehearsed and memorized, Lakami. Yeah, I'm brainy. Now back to shilling for China. This is a great tweet by Robert F. Hyde, described in his bio on Instagram as an America first candidate running to make Connecticut and America the best place to live, work, and play. He said, Trump got Kim Jong-un to release three Americans for nothing in exchange. Putin convinced Biden to lick his balls for a basketball player. Fun fact, Trump freed 56 hostages and detainees from more than 24 countries. Biden traded a Russian arms dealer for a basketball player who kneeled for the national anthem. Sidebar, and speaking of sports, from MSNBC. They say, if it weren't for a maddening pay disparity, Brittany Griner almost certainly would not have been in Russia. Oh, you mean if anyone watched the WNBA or attended it and supported it? Hey, if the stands are packed and people watched it and then the women in the WNBA still didn't make the same money as the men, yeah, then they can open their yaps. I think I'll open up a food truck selling burgers. I demand to make the same money as McDonald's. We both sell burgers. We do the same thing. Double sidebar. As they say, I'll just leave this right here. This audio clip was posted by Joe Pritch on Gab. Here is Brittany Griner being interviewed on a sports talk show, and he's recanting a story about a fight that he got into during a game. Listen carefully all the way to the end. Been hard leading with the elbow into rebounds, and it was a rebound. She came running in. I got big like all bigs are supposed to be taught. She ran into the elbow. She didn't like it. Pulled me back, threw a punch, grazed me on my cheek. And everything just, I'm bigger, 6'8", a little bit stronger. I think everybody see I'm a little bit stronger. Um, Grown man. Well, look who stopped being such a bitch. Comments from Pro Nation. From At Secret Spy. LMAO at people who think this 6'8", totally flat-chested dude with a low voice and Adam's apple is a woman. For fuck's sake. From at early girl SC. Remember when Obama called his wife Michael in public and everyone acted like it didn't happen? Remember when Joan Rivers called Michelle a tranny and then died during cosmetic surgery a week later? Probably coincidences. From at high desert drifter. 
So Brittany is a guy who claims to be a woman so he can play women's basketball and get paid because he's not talented enough for men's sports and also claims to be a lesbian so he can still have sex with women. Do I have that correct? Here's what I don't get. I've been saying Brittany Griner and Michelle Obama are men for quite a while now. And no, I'm not 100% certain, but more and more, it looks to be the case, especially in light of what those commenters mentioned. Obama referring to his wife as Michael. The Obama's kids don't look like them. And you have a 6'8 person with a voice like that, no chest, no scars showing mastectomies, but I still get, oh, Lou, Brittany Griner isn't a man, Michelle Obama isn't a man, but yet an adult hears a little 10-year-old boy exclaim, I'm a girl, once... And as Bill Maher said, get the dick saw. Bearded men put on earrings and necklaces and dresses and demand to be called women. But more and more evidence seems to surface that amateur nation chooses to ignore regarding Brittany Griner and Michelle Obama. Subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube, where every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video preview of what's coming for next week. My main website is lousantini.com, where you can connect to my social media, see the latest news, peruse my services, and do some shopping. Topic number three is next. Hey pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs t-shirt today. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, the decline of common sense manners and social skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Top number three. Hit me! I thought for this Christmas episode, the third topic would be a little on the lighter side and an excerpt from my book, Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills, downloadable on Amazon for $9. Here we go. This is from the chapter, The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. There are four stages of amateur behavior to watch for and are best described with various examples of behavioral symptoms. See if you or someone you know matches any of these descriptions of doing life wrong. Stage one. At this first stage, 
you might dismiss something as a brain fart, that is, doing something without thinking or noticing. For example, flinging your driver's side door wide open when parked on the side of the road without looking, thereby making drivers honk, swerve, and possibly injure others. Now, at this stage, there's no real harm intended or malice on the amateur's end, but there's plenty of thoughtlessness and annoyance. It's in the beginning stages, so the amateur should start self-help immediately for early correction. Stage 2. A lot of phone issues here. Texting, specifically with your mouth open. Taking selfies, especially while acting sexy. And pictures of food, texting while walking with your head down, using your speakerphone in public, holding the phone like a pizza in front of your face, or driving with your headphones in your ears. At this stage, you're now oblivious to your own amateur status and you need someone to alert you. Self-diagnosis is not possible at stage two. Amateurs should watch for this glimmer of thought. I'm always on my phone and my face-to-face communication skills are lacking and disappearing. I better ask someone I trust to give me the truth. Pros are thinking, get some self-awareness, Jack Meat. Stage three. Now you're just trying the public's patience. For example, you're purposely squeezing a behemoth into a compact parking space, making it impossible for the people in the surrounding parked cars to get into their vehicles. You're talking and or texting on your phone in a movie theater. You're leaving your grocery cart abandoned in the middle of the aisle. You're talking louder than necessary, especially on the phone, in public. This is usually a symptom common in parents because they're used to yelling at their amateur kids. These parental amateurs, PAs, think that everything everywhere should be kid-friendly, including the military and strip clubs. Isn't that funny? I wrote that, what, six, seven years ago? You're critically close to incurable. People secretly loathe you. The only other friends you have are other amateurs. Stage four. It's just a matter of time before someone clocks you. You're causing scenes. Everything is drama. Everything is an event and an experience. You want attention. Not some. All. Now. Forever. And then when you get that attention, you cause a scene because they don't know me. And you just want to be left alone. You think you have friends, but you don't. You only have social media friends. You can't figure out why you can't get a man or a woman. You don't get invited to any place that requires a soft voice, poise, manners, and decorum. But you do get invites to nightclubs, MMA fights, Vegas, protests, and riots. You are the absolute last person anyone would call in an emergency or crisis. When you approach a group of people, they mutter, Oh shit, here comes blank. People's asses pucker up when you arrive on the scene. You can make something as mundane as going to the dry cleaners as tense as that scene in The Godfather where Michael Corleone shoots the corrupt cop in the Italian restaurant. You send back food that is perfectly fine just to keep them on their toes. People around you have to drink more alcohol just to dumb down to your level and tolerate your presence. Pros hate you. And there you have it. The four stages of being an amateur. Go ahead, download the book. It's on Amazon. Use those points you've been acquiring buying presents for everybody else for Christmas. It's a la carte time. For those of you who argue the opposite this holiday season, this from the man himself at his own roast, ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Willis. I did this roast for one reason and for one reason only, to settle something once and for all. Now, please listen very carefully. Die Hard is not a Christmas 
movie. I told you. Oh, this just in. Elton John leaving Twitter cites misinformation dividing the world. Because Elton John knows what is truth and what is misinformation. Hey, Reggie, why not call it lies if you're so adamant about what free speech is on a social media platform? Best line from at social media delinquent, Elton John has announced that he's leaving Twitter, ironically because of Rocket Man. Brilliant. Don't you hate when the world isn't in agreement on all the same things? You know, like when two people can't decide on a restaurant? I mean, when that happens, you have no choice but just to get out of the car and abandon the friendship because your opinion is divided. You can't be around people or thoughts that are different from yours. You might die. Them expressing their opinions or facts keep you from doing the same. <laughs> if only the same people who are leaving Twitter had such a staunch stance against Oh, I don't know, China using slave labor to mine for rare earth minerals for their electric vehicles, our government for not releasing the names of the clients on Epstein's Island in the Jelaine Maxwell case, Balenciaga and boycotted and spoke out against child exploitation, President Coloring Book for what is clearly money laundering in the Ukraine, our Department of Justice demanding to be privy to the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop inasmuch as it is a matter of national security and possibly, well, is a treasonous offense against against the USA. Nah, it's just easier to say, I'm not going to type where other people type anymore. What action? Trying to get through to Amateur Nation is like trying to stack clouds. Isn't life so much better, safer, and happier now that they are the Washington Commanders and the Cleveland Guardians? It's Christmas, and of course, we want to wrap up the show with some positivity. Three pro things, three things that are done right. Number one. Brought to my attention by Alert Pro, Mary Beth Sullivan of Akron, Ohio. What we have here is an audio clip from a grown woman, a parent, speaking to her school board. This woman's name is Lindsey Graham. She's a pro. She delivers a mic drop on the school board, but I'm assuming there's a hard time limit on comments, so you'll see how she is cut off mid-sentence. Oh, and by the way, she's addressing the school board dressed as a cat. Hello, my name is Lindsey Graham, and I am a cat. Meow, meow. I'm not a woman dressed as a cat. I am a cat. By show of hands, I'm curious, uh, how many of you believe and confess that I'm a cat? Great. I am, by show of hands, I'm curious, how many of you believe that your child or a child from this school would believe that I'm actually a cat? No one. You are right. Why? Because you are not stupid, and these children are not stupid. Truth prevails over imagination. Reality exists. Discernment is innate and something we are biologically wired to have. One look at me, and you know this to be true. I am a woman posing as a cat. You may also think correctly that if I truly believe I'm a cat... I have a mental disorder. If I suffer from a mental disorder, and if I am unable to discern reality, am I safe to be around children? Would you put me in charge of making critical decisions about the safety and well-being of children and about the direction of their education when I cannot even discern truth from fiction? Confession. I'm not actually a cat, just because I say I am. You've not agreed to or committed to addressing me as a cat simply because I demand it. No tail, whiskers, or outfit makes me a cat. Just like no lipstick, high heels, or long hair makes him a woman. It is just as biologically impossible for me to become a cat as it is for a man to be a woman. And you have one job as members of this school board, and it's defined as this. 
School board members are responsible for broad, forward-thinking, minute analysis and decisive action in all areas that affect students and staff in their schools. I ask you, do you believe that the actions of a grown man playing dress-up as a woman affects the students and staff positively or negatively? A public school is not the place for social experiments in altered realities or gender ideologies. It is not the place to celebrate a grown man with a mental illness, dressing as a woman, and teaching kids lies. Children come to school to learn facts and truths about reality, including unchanging biological truths about science and nature, not to learn that they can change biological realities and become anything they want in the name of diversity. What you're actually doing is worse than just lying to our kids. You're forcing them to be participants in your lie, in your charade. You're forcing them to deny what they see with their eyes, and you're forcing them to speak lies. I ask you again, am I a cat? And if you say no, then the mindset must be aligned with your discernment across the board. By allowing a falsity to be displayed and paraded around the school, you teach children that truth is not existent, facts are not real, and biology is a lie. You fail at your job, your only job, by confusing children and teaching them untruths and to coddle a grown man playing dress-up as a woman. If you were to address me as a cat right now, it's as ridiculous as when you say Miss Bixler and a grown man's voice comes thundering over the... Thank you. Love it. That's a good parent. Number two. From friend of the show, Todd Warner Houston on iPatriot.com, this article... Woman who became a transgender boy at 18 says she was lied to and is reverting back to being female. Here's the article. A woman who transitioned into a transgender boy at the age of 18 now says that the people who allowed her to indulge her fantasy ruined her life, and she is now trying to detransition back to being a woman. Unfortunately, 24-year-old Prisha Mosley was given a double mastectomy as a teen, and now she can never have the full experience of being a woman again, thanks to the mutilation she suffered at the hands of doctors. She said, one of the issues I have is the lack of identity. And on top of not having a lot of friends and having issues at home, when I found the trans community and found a new identity and was affirmed, that's what caused me to transition. Ah, there it is. Praying on the lost, the confused, the young. The very influential, because they're young, and in many cases, the uninformed and unintelligent. The trans community took advantage of this woman, and like the teachers who come out to children at work, i.e. their jobs in front of their classes, they're seeking approval from those who are equally lost, confused, young, impressionable, and uninformed, in an effort to validate and make themselves feel better about their choices. As I've said, and so many pros have said, it's this kind of crap that is truly offensive to those who indeed have gender dysmorphia, gender confusion, mental illness, and struggle their whole lives with a real genetic brain chemical issue and not just some peer pressure group trying to be trendy. The article continues. Mosley now says that she was manipulated by her mental health professionals and the doctors were, who were thrilled and eager to help her pretend she was a man. 
I was manipulated not only by my trans peers, but by my gender specialist, the person who gave me my letter of recommendation in surgery. It was all sold as like a wonderful thing. It wasn't like a medical condition that you needed to be treated that was sad or serious. It was like a fun thing. Like, you're trans now, and it's celebrated, and you're wonderful, and you're a hero, and all of that. And you know, that attention is what I was looking for. I was so mentally unwell and unstable, and that was the time in which the trans community really found me. But the whole thing just feels really messed up to me. I'm heartbroken. There's just a lot of grief. She's a pro for saying what needed to be said. Long hair, purple hair, multiple piercings, gauging your ears, going goth, etc. That's youth. That's experimenting. That's finding your crowd. Those are phases. None of that is life-altering. Because as they say, once you go trans, you don't come back. I really hope this young woman makes it. And I can't imagine what it's like not feeling right in your body. I do have sympathy for that. But the bigger question is, why is the proliferation, the surge in humans happening where they don't feel right in their bodies. What changed? And don't tell me, oh, the rhetoric, or we're in a different time now. Those are nothing answers. Those are not the reasons. It's a combination of grooming, pressure, social media, bad parenting, absent parenting, and a chemical change caused by what? While sexual and gender dysmorphia has been around for quite some time, it used to be an anomaly, not the basis for starting a new type of people, not a fun, trendy thing to do. Funny how, as he mentioned in the article, you see all kinds of articles and videos of how great and brave it is to be trans. Not so much with the, oh, and here is a long list of side effects and physical, mental, and emotional lifelong consequences and surgeries that are wished to be reversed. Number three. I've always liked actor James Woods, on screen and off. Here he is summing up the crybabies at Amateur Nation who are whining about Elon Musk doing the right thing on Twitter, and that is making it, and indeed, a free speech social media platform. So liberals applauded the suppression of millions of conservatives, including a POTUS. They now have their panties in a twist that everybody has an equally free voice. Note that they aren't being suppressed in any way whatsoever. They're just enraged that we aren't any longer. Raise your hand if you want a free No Amateurs tea. All you gotta do is send me something that I read or use on the show and it's yours. Lou at LouSantini.com. You wanna jump on that because certain sizes are dwindling fast. Subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. Get to all my social medias on my website, lousantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Now, please listen very carefully. Die Hard is not...